This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, please tell me who you are and what you do. Hi, thank, thanks for having me on, first of all. Uh, my name is Sean Marzola. I'm the president of Acceleran. Uh, Acceleran is a, a, a company that sells uh, software as well as other services and business, uh, I'm sorry, products uh, to the small to medium-sized business uh, section of, of the uh, industry. Sean, it's great to have you on the show. Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry? Oh, I think it's probably got to be helping small to medium-sized businesses. Um, you, can't, you can't get enough joy out of really impacting um, your own business, except when you can impact somebody else's. And um, a lot of times, small to medium-sized businesses don't have a, a great place to go um, to get you know, decent advice at, at, at either in forums that they feel safe in or uh, at prices they can afford. Mm, that's great. I love, love it when you're able to, to, to help several different businesses in, in different industries. And, and it sounds like that's what's exactly what you're doing. Yes, sir. Question number three. I have a just book with all the answers for business. What chapter <laughs> would you think most companies should read? <laughs> oh, I need to think about that for just a tiny bit. Um, okay, I think I want to divide that into existing businesses and startups. Um, I think for existing businesses, hands down the cash flow chapter, hands down. Um, I think cash flow is is so important for existing businesses to understand, um, and it's something a, a mentor of mine taught me when I was uh, I think it was my first real job out of out of university. For startup businesses, I would say customer acquisition um, cannot do anything without it, and I think sometimes we get caught up in in new businesses or especially tech startups in 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 developing. So customer acquisition for, for startups. There's, there's my answer. I think it's a good one. <laughs> Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers, what advice or insight would you give to other business leaders? Yeah, I thought, thought, I thought about this um, on numerous occasions in my career and I think it's tenacity. Um, I started off trying to become a CEO early in my career. I was probably only 27 years old and, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not young. So this is a while back and it was in the Northeast suburbs of Philadelphia. And um, it was very much frowned upon for anybody of that age to try to go out and be CEO. So I got a lot of, you can't be CEO um, you know, it's generational, it's, it's cultural, it's, you know, we've, we've changed a lot since then naturally, but I remember the best, and it's a great story, Fred Best was a very exceptional venture capitalist in the, in the general sort of Philadelphia area, and very well known, he published actually this thing called uh, 25 Entrepreneurial Death Traps, and it, it's actually really great to read, I still sometimes refer to it, um, his office was hysterical. Vultures in taxidermy firm form inside the lobby. If this is not 
uh, intimidating, you know, for a new entrepreneur, one who's already been told you can't be CEO. Um, it was brutal, right? So Fred was extraordinarily um, direct. Um, and he, after a couple of meetings said, okay, we've decided we're not going to invest in your business. And I said, okay, well, um, thanks for the time. Because would you like to know why? And I said, yeah, it'd be great. I said, well, we like you and, and we like the business you're after, but we think you're lacking um, some of the hardened skills that a true seasoned CEO would have. And I, I, you know, I walk out and I look at the vultures one last time and, and I thought about it for a while and I don't think he's wrong. Um, I thought it was excellent advice. In fact, um, seven years later, I think it was, I actually reached out to Fred and uh, I just said, you know, that was just the best advice ever. And, and I, I don't know what it, did to me inside, but it just made me break through. I just decided, okay, well, I'm going to just forget about all that stuff and I'm going to figure it out one way or the other. And I think I've just approached a lot of problems like that. And it, it is very difficult to do, but um, I'm, that's my version, I think, of, of, of what I would relay to people. Because you, you are often, as a business leader, uh, faced with things that your average rank and file is not faced with. And it's, it's often very difficult to get through. Mm -hmm. And I love how you took us to the story there too about it. It, it really hit hit the mark very well. Thank <laughs> oh, thanks. I can envision the vultures to this day. <laughs> could I and and I could visualize them as well. <laughs> awesome. Question number five: What other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? Is it one or is it several? I can't remember. What's your format? What do you like? One. Maybe a couple. Or one. And one in particular, favorite one. Favorite? Uh, I don't know that I can do a favorite. Um, I think I can do one, though, that's really good. I think I would do John Vigna. Uh, John's one of my mentors from way, way back. Uh, I adore him. Um, he's currently running. He's the CEO of a, uh, an architectural uh, uh, survey company in the uh, Northeast. And uh, John's just done so many things for my life. I can remember the very first time I met him. So um, uh, it, was a, it was a great meeting and I knew he was going to mentor me from that moment on. So there you go. Perfect. I'll reach out to him. Thank you for that referral. Sure. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. First job. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll, you know, I'll skip the fact that I was, on my dad's job sites in his general contracting business from age seven. I think I'll skip the dishwasher gig and I'll skip the uh, pizza tossing gig, although I did get pretty good at that. Um, in high school, I worked at Kinney Shoe Store in the mall uh, in sales, and it was an intense program. They actually tracked your performance. You had a number, everything had to go in. You were graded by not only what you sold in terms of shoes, but accessories, really big deal. Uh, I latched onto it. I somehow got ranked nationally. Um, and I, it was just a great foray into making certain I was probably gonna go to college and then, and then carry on a, you know, with a business career. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's interesting, those retail jobs, it's amazing what you learn. I, I had one with, uh, with Radio Shack when I was in, in high school and college. And uh, even though it was, as you said, a real challenge for me as well, but I learned a lot as well. 
Oh, so cool. Yeah, it was. So Sean, thank you for being on the show. How can people find you? Well, I'm on LinkedIn, that's for sure. Uh, I think my contact details are on there as well. So uh, feel free to reach out to me there. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business in Life podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or iTunes and search for the Winning a Business in Life podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Pete. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.